This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time college All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Pearly, what's happening this morning? Man, just a beautiful morning, ready to talk about a bunch of fun topics and kind of winding down the, the golf year, but it's still a lot, lot of important stuff in front of us. Fantastic. We formatted the show like around the golf, and the first segment is called the On the Range Segments, brought to you by the Gateway Section of the PGA. We want to thank all the men and women of the local PGA that have just do so much great work to help us grow the game. Uh, reach out to me, Jay, at jdelsongolf.com. Each week, we are giving away a dozen TP5 tailor-made golf balls. I want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue, 314-805-2132. Phenomenal human beings. Second of all, they do great work on the inside or the outside of your home. Super, super busy right now. The pandemic has been a boom for the Donahue painting and refinishing business. But call them. Check out the work on their staircases. It is special. 314 314- 805-2132. All right, Pearl, we got a really fun show today. Uh, our gateway spotlight is Jeff Whitfield. Jeff is, besides a really cool dude, he's 65 years old. And uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to give away a little bit of what we talked about, but this guy is lighting up the tournaments that he's playing in. Got to stick around to listen to the interview, but he's uh, he got a really rare double win you got to check it out. It's uh, really fun. Uh, so Jeff Woodfield is our Gateway Spotlight. He's also pro built two golf courses, and he's currently the director of golf at the Quarry at Crystal Springs. So this man spent a lifetime of growing the game and doing really fun, cool stuff for the region and for all of uh, us, we golfers that um, are playing the game. Well, I'm glad you're highlighting these uh, gateway PGA professionals. Every every week, you've got somebody that's got quite a story. So this is no exception. And you know what, John? It's it's about time, right? I mean, these are the folks that are in the trenches, and they get overlooked. I, I just feel like they get overlooked. That's because they're in the trenches, for crying out loud. I know, the trenches. Nobody <laughs> looks in the trenches, do they? Yep. Somebody's got somebody's to do the, the hard work, and, uh, and, and they're the ones doing it, thank goodness. That, that's why everything else kind of runs smoothly for the rest of us. So I'm, I'm with you. Very, very appreciative of these guys. I got to talk to you about our buddy, Chris Nagel. He's gone out Good. on tour. He has Mondayed in three weeks in a row with the last week being the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit at Detroit Country Club. He plays his last nine holes on Friday, two under par to make the cut on the number. So he makes the cut in the second one. He finished T-16th at John Deere three weeks ago. He flies down after Sunday's round down to Greensboro to four spot for the Monday at the Wyndham, shoots five under par, misses a playoff by one. What's the record for guys qualifying on Mondays, Jay, either in a row or total? I think it might be Patrick Reed, Pearl. I think that's how Patrick Reed got a lot of his uh, notoriety. There's a few guys that have done it and have done it well. But talk about that. That is a hard, hard way to go. I caddied for you a couple times through the years and those things. And that's the deals where you can go out there, one, depending on your tee time, draw relative to the wind, the weather, that kind of stuff. A lot of times the golf courses, at least back in the day, were mediocre to extremely poor. And you could go out there and shoot a 66 and not sniff making a cut. Oh, yeah, Pearl. I mean, remember one time, I think, when you were caddying for me at Los Serranos, when I was trying to get in the LA Open, there was such a huge uh, number. This was before the PGA Tour started regulating who they let in. It cost $100 back in the day, and they let anybody in. So a lot of these guys would just go pay their $100 because they wanted to play this golf course. So I remember teeing off and they had to use three courses in L.A. because they had so many people trying to get in. And we hadn't teed off yet. And there were two 64s and a 63 in. And the wind's blowing and the greens are chewed up. I know. Go for it. Have fun. I think I think I remember making a bogey on like the third hole. And I think you looked at me and go, I think our car just started. And I was like, yeah, we need to go. 
It's interesting. It is not easy at all. You don't know the golf courses that you're playing. Oftentimes, you have not had a practice round. It's just a testimony and a testament to what kind of golf he's playing and how how a guy like Chris Nagel, who is completely unheralded except for around here, is such a good player and should be out there playing somewhere. I mean, come on. If he can hang in there, he's going to get out there, I would assume. You've talked, you've talked him up for years to me. And each year, it basically sounds like he's honing his crafts and getting better and better. It's just a, it's just a tough haul. Hey, man, it's like starting a lot of businesses. You got to work four or five years to know if your business is even going to make it, let alone start making money at it. Now, I know he's been at it more than four or five years, but he's got a family. He's got a wife that supports the heck out of him. And if you didn't have that, he had no chance. He'd be yep. doing whatever the other thing he might end up doing anyway is going to be. I'm not sure what that'll be. Yeah, Lindsay's, Lindsay's a great lady, and they've got three boys, and he was texting me this week, and he said, you want to talk about crazy? Come by my house sometime. How, how exciting. That's somebody that everybody can pull for and, uh, and make it even uh, more, more exciting when he does make it because the track he's on right now, he's going to make it. He's going to get that break. He's going to get that next level of confidence. And then off he goes. Yeah, I sure hope so. He's one of the great guys of uh, uh, in the game. And uh, so I just wanted to give a little uh, Chris Nagel update. John, how do we get into the Tony Finau thing and do this thing justice? First of all, this guy is one of the most super cool dudes, relaxed, low-key guys you're ever going to run into. Absolutely, absolutely. And an athlete to the core. I, I just love his story, hitting balls in. It wasn't even really into a net. It was into a mattress in his garage or something like that. Something about he never even had a driver until he was 9 or 10 years old or something like that. And uh, just just a fun story. Uh, you know, Jay, winning the two weeks in a row the way he did, the one was it came out of nowhere and it was like a surprise. And the other one was everybody, it wasn't a surprise to anybody. Everybody knew he was going to win. And I find that fascinating on the golf course that they played because it was an absolute shootout. And he just... Shot the eyes out of the dang thing. Probably he didn't make a bogey until his 11th hole on Sunday, I, th- I until, believe. Until an announcer uh, three-putt three situation that absolutely messed him up. Yep. That was, uh, that, it, was, it was just so much fun. But he, I, I just love so many of the things that he did. And, you know, Jay, he had that out shot, that shot that you and I have talked about for you, that you kind of had it early in your career because you had the one iron. You'd pull that one iron and just try to blitz it down the middle. But then there was a period of time in your career where that that kind of guaranteed go shot, go to shot, wasn't necessarily there. And this guy got it a, went. I went to it. It was my go to, and it went somewhere. <laughs> and with this guy, can get up there and hit this little sawed off driver, slidey three, uh, driver that goes out there about three hundred and fifteen yards. So. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive. That's a hell of an outshot. So let's go back just a little bit. I don't know if you remember this or not, but Pearl, how about the Milwaukee Open? Oh, yeah. Brown Deer. This has been... 120 years ago. It seems like it. It really does. <laughs> but we remember seeing a young player getting an exemption there named Tony Finau, who was going after Brown Deer Park in a way that... Very few could. I mean, in a, in, in a, wait a second. Let's do this justice. In a way that we didn't even imagine. That's oh yeah. how we went at it. We we, we couldn't imagine. We were not on. He, right. he knocked it on number nine, which which you had gone for before. Bubba, we knew had knocked it on before. Daily, those kinds of things. But he went on other things. There was one par five that was, uh, depending on the on the on the conditions, it was either a full driver for you that would put it right up against the creek's edge, or a three wood, depending on the wind. And he's knocking it over that thing. That was never a consideration. No I kind of think that's bad getting. Why didn't you suggest that for me? <laughs> because it wasn't possible. That's why. That's, I that's a good point. Because, because had I suggested it, you would have tried for it. Then we would have really been in trouble. <laughs> no, John, it's amazing. The way that he took apart that, I, and I don't. Re, I know he didn't have great results the first time. No, he did not but, have great results. But, he either missed a cut one year, maybe barely made it to next year, but the point was he was looking and doing shots and hitting things that weren't even, like I said, weren't even thought of uh, back in the day. And it was kind of that, that first step into the era of today. If you no, no question, John. It was one of those deals I will never forget on the 16th hole, we were laying up with about a three iron and then going into the green with a pitching wedge, nine yep. iron, maybe a middle wedge, depending on, it was a downhill tee shot, but there was a pond 
that guarded the front edge of the green. I could turn this hole into a double bogey hole every time I get up there. I can remember this. It used to just just piss me off. But anyway, I can remember um, after, but you and I got a plan and I birdied it like two of the three, two of the three days uh, after that. Anyway, I'm babbling and rambling all over the place. No, but, that plan was important. We've talked about that before, but I remember specifically what it was. We finally determined that it looked 12 yards shorter than it was. So we would go and take that yardage. And the last thing I would say to you is forget what it looks like. Hit the hit number. The yardage. Yep. Because over the green was dead. You, you were not going to get it up and down. But if you didn't, if you let your eyes play tricks with you, you're always going to have a 30-footer, which meant we weren't ever going to make birdie. Then we, we got away from that and just hit, played the yardage and not what you saw. And all of a sudden, you were all over the pin. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I can remember the last time on a Sunday stuffing one into one of the back right pins and looking yep. at you going like, how the, you know, why didn't we pick up on this we one? Figured five years. About, we figured that out right at the end of your career. Yeah, exactly. Right <laughs> right, right. when they gave me the old gold watch that uh, said go on down. But on that hole, John, it was how far? Probably 350 yards to carry the water? Something like little that. little downhill. But yeah. roughly the hole's 380 to, to 400 yards long. And 350 to carry the water, and he took it over the water every day. So there you go. So how many guys in today's game would do some of those things? Ten, 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 10 guys a day, 15 guys a day? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so, probably. It's just <laughs> ungodly. It's just, you know, you just can't even fathom it, can you? Okay, so, but I got to come back to then, because I know you're talking about Rocket, Rocket Mortgage and his win. But let's talk of, just for a minute about that golf course, Detroit Country Club. That's a throwback course, Jay. No doubt. That's a, that's a brown deer. That's a, uh, you know, a tree line Midwest and, and they don't play those courses anymore. No, they don't though. That's not, it's not the TPC style, John, it, it, to your point, it's throwbackish. It's the stuff of yesteryear that we used to play and it's up and up and it's back and forth with the power that these guys have in their arsenal. They just took that thing apart. I mean, Tony finished what? 26 under par one by five. And Patrick Cantlay had a, another great finish to move up on the FedEx uh, Cup point list. And, um, yeah, just... Cameron Young, Cameron Young uh, clinched. Not that he didn't have a clinch, but he clinched uh, Rookie of the Year honors uh, for sure. How about, okay, so we got to take a break and do the tip of the cap, but we got to come back and talk a little bit about Cameron Young. If there's any golf swing you could have out there, I might take his right now. That The power and that rhythm that he has, Pearl, is absolutely beautiful. What do you think? Let's talk about him when we get back. All right, cool. So we are tipping our cap today. The tip of the cap is brought to you by our friend Colin Byrne at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. You need any sort of car, vehicle, anything. Burley's got a truck. I've got an SUV. My daughter Joe's got a Volkswagen. Send me an email, jay at jdelsingolf.com. I'll personally introduce you to Colin. He's that kind of guy. He'll take care of you. It is terrific. I am saluting the unbelievable service staff that they have over at the Dean team of Kirkwood. Friendly uh, service folks helping keep our vehicles running, helping keep it cool. The weather has been brutally hot here, and they're doing a great job and staying up on all of this stuff to keep our vehicles running for us and keeping us cool. So that's our tip of the cap. Today, it's brought to you by the Dean team of Volkswagen. Dean team is bringing you the tip of the cap, and and we're tipping our cap right back to them, Pearl. So this is a full-blown Dean team spot. 314-966-0303. Thank you, Colin. Bro, we are going to be right back with more of the Front Nine. This is Golf with Jay Delson. I want to officially welcome Darty Business Solutions as the new title sponsor of this show. So who are they? Well, first of all, they've been headquartered in St. Louis for the last 37 years. They're the number one largest IT consulting firm per the St. Louis Business Journal. They're also the number one largest software development company per the St. Louis Business Journal. They were voted number one top workplace in St. Louis for large companies. There's over 2,500 teammates in 30 states and in three countries. There are 11 Darty regional development hubs in and around the world. If you live and or work in the St. Louis area, chances are that through their business or their extensive community work, Darty Business Solutions has done something positive near you. Check us out at darty.com. That's D-A-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y.com. It is not too soon to be thinking about the holidays and the opportunity to bring your family together. 
make the most of the holiday season and discover the beauty, culture, and cuisine of Hawaii while space is still available. Luxury suites, villas, and vacation rentals that can accommodate multi-generational family gatherings are filling up fast. AAA travel and pleasant holidays will help you immerse yourself in the aloha spirit with an all-inclusive dream vacation including sightseeing tours through the islands call a triple a advisor today to book your hawaiian holiday experience or visit aaa.com slash travel you're listening to golf with jay delsing for golf tips news on the latest equipment and everything golf log on to golfwithjdelsing.com the front nine is coming up. Folks, do you need a new car, truck, or SUV? Then the Dean team of Kirkwood is the place for you to go. 314-966-0303 and go see Colin Byrne. He just got me into a new SUV and I love it. Boy, did they make the experience painless and super, super easy. Most dealers don't have any cars in their lots, but at Dean team of Kirkwood, Colin has an entire parking lot full of new and used cars. You don't want a VW? That's no problem. They have Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, anything you want. Colin and the Dean team of Kirkwood will go get it if they don't have it. Call them at 314-966-0303 or go to deanteamvwkirkwood.com. The Dean team for all your car buying needs. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. It's time for the Gateway PGA Spotlight. Here's Jay. Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm sitting down this morning with the director of golf at the quarry at Crystal Springs, Jeff Whitfield. Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jay. How are you? Doing great, man. Thanks for joining me. Hey, congratulations. Is um, I'm, If I was wearing a hat right now, I'd be taking my hat off to you. You you got in both the Club Pro Championships. Tell us a little bit about this great play that's, that uh, you've been producing lately. Well, you know, we have a, a qualifier. Our section championship is a qualifier for the National PGA Professional National Championship. And uh, we had three spots available. And it was at uh, one of my favorite places in the world, Persimmon Woods Golf Club. And that was just two weeks ago. And then right behind that is a 36-hole qualifier at St. Albans. Uh, That was for the Senior National Club Pro. So um, both of those events, the finals are in uh, New Mexico, one in October and one next spring. At the regular division, with playing with the younger guys, I just had a real good week and wound up winning by five or a good second day. In fact, I would have had a good first day, but I, I made a, a quadruple bogey on the 13th hole after having it in real good position. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that frees you up sometimes, Jay. You know, when you have a real bad hole, it kind of almost like it takes the pressure off. You know, you've blown it, and now just play. We'll get to go out and play against all the young guys uh, next spring. And then uh, yesterday at the senior uh, qualifier, uh, got off to kind of a poor start and uh, shot 41 in the first nine holes and one under in the back, shot 75. And then today, uh, my birthday actually, uh, kind of relaxed and shot uh, six, 66. And uh, I'm, I'm delighted right now. I'm so 66, Jeff, on your 65th birthday. Yeah, and, and you know, that's a lot of good things happen, but I missed a four-footer on 17 that uh, still leaves that, because I was thinking about that very thing. Wouldn't that be fun, you know? <laughs> To shoot 65 on your 65th birthday, but uh, I'm still very, very pleased and uh, had a great time out there with Dave Levine and Andy Church today, two of my favorite guys to play with, and we all had a ball. Well, congratulations. So let's talk a little bit. You have been doing really cool golf-related things in our area as long as I can remember. Talk a little bit about your the golf courses that you built. Well, uh, I mentioned Persimmon Woods, and that was, uh, I'd had a, that bug for years before uh we got that accomplished it's so hard to get a a new golf course project off the ground with all the various permitting and of course the financial issues it's a it's a very complicated deal but uh found the right piece of ground and a a wonderful owner gabby hensler and his family and things just worked out we put together a a long-term lease and then i've i've found some great equity partners and 
uh, then went to work and we uh, got it permitted and I, I built the golf course and the maintenance facility and the clubhouse and everything came together very well. And we opened Persimmon in 1998 with a full membership before the first round of golf was played. So it's, it's been, uh, you know, very successful and a lot of great players out there and the golf course has always been good. Rob Ritchie was the superintendent for the first 25 years and uh, that was really his baby. He grew it in and I can't remember a time when the golf course wasn't good. So the problem was it made so uh, such a bug that about five years after we opened, I got involved with a project in Columbia, Missouri uh, called the Club at Old Hawthorne. It took a few years again to get that off the ground, but we started construction in 2006 and opened uh, Old Hawthorne in uh, actually late 2005. We opened Old Hawthorne in 2007, and it's the home of the University of Missouri men's and women's program. It's a private club, but it hosts the, the Tigers, and I was a former Missouri player, and so that was a big motivation there. And, and again, it, we've been very fortunate. It's always been very well received and in excellent condition. You know, a lot of activity at, at both places. Well, just congratulations on that. Give us a little bit of update. I know we've had all these heavy rain, rains. What's happening at the quarry? Are you guys just about reopened? You know, that freak storm kind of parked right over us. And uh, sure enough, we got uh, covered up again. And we are working as hard as we can, as fast as we can. We've got pumps going around the clock, about six of them, and we're getting the water off. Hopefully a week or so behind that, we'll have the golf course ready to go. It might be at least 10 days, but uh, not as bad as the situation we had a, a few years ago when we lost all of June and July and then a lot of repair. We got the water off quicker this time. We're getting better at it. Yeah, you're uh, getting a lot of practice. And there's there's flood control measures that are underway by the county that should uh, preclude this from happening again in the future, hopefully. So uh, it was kind of a fluke deal. We thought we were, gosh, in really good shape. River was low, lake was low, and there were no no thoughts of flooding this year. But uh, that's the situation right now. But the quarry's in, you know, was in excellent shape beforehand, and I think uh, we'll be just fine in a, in a week or two. This is Jeff Whitfield. This is the Gateway Section PGA Spotlight. And Jeff, good luck in both the Club Pro Championships, and keep doing what you're doing for St. Louis and for golf. Uh, Jay, thanks very much. Enjoyed being with you, and uh, we really appreciate all you do for keeping the Gateway PGA front and center, and uh, I enjoy your show very much. I am proud to welcome the Gateway section of the PGA back to my show. Whether you're pulling into your favorite driving range, public golf course, or country club, there is an excellent chance that the staff there is part of the over 300 men and women PGA professionals at over 100 facilities that make up our Gateway section. I grew up watching so many of these fine men and women getting to the golf course at dawn, leaving at dusk, spending their entire day running events, giving lessons, and growing this great game. PGA Reach, Drive, Chip, and Putt, PGA Hope, and the fantastic PGA Junior League are a few of the examples of the programs run by these same PGA professionals. Go to gatewaypga.org to learn more or to find your next PGA professional for your next lesson, go to pga.com. The Gateway PGA, growing the game we love. The Ascension Charity Classic returns September 6th through the 11th. Once again, St. Louis will host golf's greatest champions. Players like Bernard Longer, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, John Daly, and returning champion David Toms. But no matter which legend wins this year, the real winners will be North County Charities because all proceeds from the tournament stay right here in St. Louis to benefit our communities. Tickets available now at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency right here in St. Louis that specializes in providing personalized coverage for the client who has a lot going on. At Powers, they understand that you and your life do not fit in a simple box. So guess what? Neither should your insurance coverage. Go to powersinsurance.com or call 314-725-1414 and ask for Tim Davis. That's powersinsurance.com. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delsing. I want to tell you about my friends and longtime supporters of this show, Marcone. Yes, 
They are incredible community stewards. Yes, they are the largest distributors of GE appliance parts in North America. What you don't know, they are spearheading, led by owner and St. Louis and Jim Sowers, a new service dog program with and in conjunction with David Faraday and the 24-7 Battle Buddy program. Jim and Marcone are ensuring that a minimum of two service dogs a year will get partnered with a veteran hero in need. These dogs are expertly trained, connected with their veteran master, and then magic starts to happen. These dogs are retrained to meet the specific needs of their warrior and to help them successfully navigate everyday life. You can learn more on Facebook at Troops First 24-7 Battle Buddies or reach out to me at j at jdelsinggolf.com and I will fill you in on more of this program. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 11th at Norwood Hills Country Club. For tickets, ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hey, welcome back. Golf with Jay Delsing here. Pearlie's with me. We're headed to the Front Nine, brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. All right, John, we left off talking about Tony Finau and Cameron Young. Did you happen to see any of Tony Finau's victory celebration when he got back home flies in this little private plane gets out of the thing it's it's like almost like the entire community was waiting for him there did you see any of that uh, you were you were pumped up about it but no i have not seen it oh my gosh it's fantastic it, it was the, the community comes out you know john he's got some of this um Samoyed background a particular dance and some of these traditional things that he and his family are adhering to and they've got some of that dance going on they got music going on they got the family together and it just looks so much fun he's got five children his wife is a rock star and they're just having a great time he seems like he's having a great time and you know i like that they talked about his shoes too because he's not playing those golf tennis shoes he's playing in tennis shoes tennis shoes Oh, yeah. Which just fits the rest of him. He's just kind of got that that casual half-jean-looking pants that he wears, kind of goes along. I guess there's a fair amount going on inside, but he looks calm as a cucumber. What reminds me, when you talk about his shoes, is at the Par 3 tournament at Augusta, when he dislocates his ankle and throws the bone oh, back in oh, there after he makes a oh, hole-in-one. Oh, that, dis- that, oh. That, that makes me sweat a little bit right now when I start thinking about it. Oh, I don't know how he how he recouped from that right away. I would have been in the cast for probably nine to twelve weeks. Oh, brilliant. and uh, up on the couch, yeah. And and he just snapped it back in place and kind of kept on going. So played the whole week. I mean, that's not an easy oh, place amazing. to pound around. Too the walking at Augusta National is not easy. I got to say too, you know, he was staying pretty cool and calm after the win. And I think they did a good job pointing out because one of the keys for him was I don't believe he had had a lead and and, and finished winning with the. With he was over five over five with. 54 whole leads on the PGA Tour. So, so you know, in a guy's world like that, that's a big deal. That's a big burden to bear because you don't get that many chances to get over that hump. He got over that hump. He was he was emotional about it, and then he started talking about his son, and he completely lost it, which you and I can relate to, which is which is pretty appropriate and pretty cool as well. Uh, yeah, no question. I'll have, I'll have to I have to say, just relative to what I thought was cool things about it, how do you say her name? Jenner, the lady that interviews them. Amanda Jenner. She just did a great job with that whole thing, just talk, talking to him. I just think she might be one of the more sincere people on TV. She's just kind of a, she's friendly the way she warms up to the guys. The guys trust her, and she just does a great job. And it's fun to see between her and him, you saw some real honest moments, which I just think is fantastic. It's not all this canned garbage. It was it was just real sincere. It was fun to see. Yeah, it's not easy to do. Those interviews on the fly are not easy to do, and she handles them beautifully. I, I totally yeah. agree. I totally agree with you. All right, so Cameron Young, we're going to talk about him a little bit. What a year this kid's had. Oh, it's unbelievable. Jay, the thing that impresses me the most, which is one of those things, and I kind of hate it when they say, oh, look at his eyes, look at his eyes. Forget his eyes. Just the way this guy carries himself, is there's just a level of, of, of belief, of determination, of grit. I just think he's kind of got that walk. I think, I think he's on a mission. I hope he is because it'll be fun to watch him execute this mission because he's, he's a freaking gunslinger. He gets up there, he hit that one drive. Oh, I know like, it. When's the last time you see a pro hit it fat like by a foot? But he's just throwing the kitchen sink at it every time. It's just it's just fun to see him go. 
Well, you can also see, to me, John, he looks like sea ball hit ball. Now, I'm sure there's oh, yeah. a hell of a lot more going on inside, but he just looks like he is so committed to this easygoing way and just, you know, standing up there. But, but John, the, he's almost got a little bit of that Mariama-ish pause at the top, yeah. and it is loaded up in that right side. I think of you all the time we're talking about loading up that right side, and that, it, that ball is smashed. What also is impressive is I watched him hit a couple of little shots around the green and hit some of these little lower wedge shots in there too, John. You don't see the younger guys on tour equipped with that shot all the time anymore. That, that's a great point, but I think his dad's a pro. That's Sleepy Hollow, he, no question. Yeah, and that's he, a cool, he, cool place. He knows how to play the game. That's a great observation, Jake, because that's a big deal. I liked what you said, too, on how simple his swing looks, and he just goes bat and ball and just kind of goes after it. It's it's fun. I just I just hope he goes a long way with this thing. because uh, that's And that's the kind of guy we want on Ryder Cup and President's Cup, in my opinion. He just looks like a guy that's just just ready to go compete and bring it on. How about the eagle? He makes it to 72nd hole at the British Open to finish solo second. Well, that's what I was going to say. Both tournaments, the last couple of tournaments I've seen him up there doing real well, he stumbled a little bit, but he's got a great comeback. There, he, he stumbles. He doesn't back off. He's like, okay, fine, I stumbled. Now, now what tree do I need to go knock down to make birdie on this hole? And and he just gets it done. So there, there's a lot to be said. Yeah, great finish at the British Open. We talked about that. But there was other parts in the middle of the British Open where, at least if you listen to the analysis, it sounded like, oh, you know, he's going to fade. He's We're not going to see him anymore. Boom, he'd come back right with another birdie and another birdie. There's just no back off. He believes what he's doing, and he can miss a couple shots. He's doing. That, that's, a, that's an important quality to have out there. No question. And you know, John, it reminds me of a little bit like Jim Furyk. He doesn't have the the classic golf swing. I was talking to Lee Trevino, who was in St. Louis this week for the Ascension Charity uh, Luncheon Kickoff, and just fantastic. We're going to get Lee Lee Buck on the show. He can just talk. Uh, he can talk a hound dog off a meat wagon, Pearl. This guy can talk. I'll never forget the first time I played with him. I, I He was talking the entire time, and he said, listen, you don't have to say anything. You just have to listen. He just wants to talk the whole time. <laughs> at one point in the luncheon, he said, yeah, I can't wait to go to bed at night. And they said, why? He goes, so when I wake up, I, I'm just so excited to hear what I got to say. Because he's, he's just really funny. He said, if you cut the modern-day players' heads off, they'd all look the same with their golf swings. That is not – you cannot say that about Cameron Young. He does not no. have that that no. typical classic um, uh, kind of manufactured golf swing from the, the teachers. And the fact that he has his dad as his coach, you know, John, it reminds me of uh, JT and his dad, Mike. And, uh, oh, Furyk, like you said. Furyk yep, yeah. And, and, coach, and yeah. that solidifies quite a bit in that golf game. All right, John. That's going to wrap up the front nine. Uh, Folks, don't go anywhere. Pearlie and I are going to break down everything L-I-V. This is called, what's this called, Pearlie, in the radio business? It's called a tease, and we're going to do it a little bit differently, hopefully, than you've heard others go at it. That's right, and that's going to be on the back nine. So don't go anywhere. There'll be more of Golf with Jay Delson. After my knee replacement, I was able to swing the golf club again without any pain. SSM Health Physical Therapy guided me through the rehab process, and when I was ready, one of their specially trained KVS certified physical therapists put me on the 3D motion capture system. It was awesome. They evaluated my posture, alignment, and the efficiencies of my swing. They gave me golf-specific exercises to help make my swing more efficient and repeatable. Call 800 518 1626. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. The Ascension Charity Classic returns September 6th through the 11th. Once again, St. Louis will host golf's greatest champions. But no matter who wins, the real winners will be local area charities and communities. Tickets available now at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Folks, are you in the market for some additional protection for your ride? You need to call my friends at Vehicle Assurance. Their number is 866 866- 341-9255. Sherry Fain is the owner and president, and she and her team are committed to helping you with your unexpected auto repair bills. They are committed to finding the right protection for you, your budget, and your family. They only work with the top vehicle service providers in the country. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. That's Vehicle Assurance, 866-341-9255. 
for a free quote. 866-341-9255. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. To learn more about the game of golf, latest equipment, and golfing tips, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, Golf with Jay Delsing is back. Pearlie's with me, and we are headed to the Back Nine, and it's brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Golf. Guys, I'm just going to give the number quickly and call CJ to get fitted. We got Pearlie an appointment to get it done. Get yourself fitted. CJ's the best. 314-647-8054, or you can reach out to them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. All right, John. LIV. I'm going to give you the stage here. Set this up. Let's talk about LIV. Well, I wanted to look at it a little bit differently. I mean, it's easy and I keep saying I don't I don't get it. I'm not seeing it. I'm not understanding what's going on. Well, I've dug into it a little bit more. And, and at least for me, suddenly some things are popping out that are making more sense. The whole team thing and how they're going to start selling things as teams. And let me preface this. Jay, I think a lot of this has to do with betting. I think they're going to set this thing up so that people throughout the world can bet big time on, on, this, on this whole event. You know, I had lunch with a friend the other day, and we were talking about this and some other sports and how things have changed and that kind of stuff. And it, something really interesting that made sense, but I hadn't heard anybody express it this way. He's about my age, and he said, my kids and grandkids don't really follow teams per se. They, they don't care about the Chicago Bears or – Detroit Lions or that kind of stuff, they're much more into the player. So they watch games and they say, I don't care who won the game. How did, how did so-and-so in my fantasy football team do? That's what they care about. And so when they're talking about trying to get these younger guys, younger fans involved and interested in golf, that's what I think they're, they're edging to. So when you look at the team's betting, the individual betting, because there's both of those things, start forming teams, have logos for teams, names for teams. Now all of a sudden you're selling jerseys, logos, or whatever that logo would, would enhance. I think there's all kinds of things that can, that can stem from that. And I'm just trying to find a path of why this is making sense because at the end of the day, they're wanting to make money. And so how is this thing going to come down? So all of a sudden you've got this world tour in their mind with teams that are recognized throughout the world. And there's going to be some unique qualifyings in the future for, for teams and individuals to get on these teams. I can only imagine that there'll be combines, if you will, trades, if you will. You know, they can incorporate maybe best practices for all the different sports. And all of a sudden, at least for me, I don't know that I'll find it interesting because I'm not, I don't generally follow that kind of stuff, but I can see where they're taking those best practices from all these other uh, sports and, and trying to meld it in. And at least when I start playing with it, noodling in my noggin, some pretty interesting and exciting things start popping up. I won't go with exciting. I'll go with interesting. I'm a little behind you in the excitement for that. I will say, you know, as, as we decided to take a look at this and try to be much more objective, I've been, it's just hard for me. I always wanted to play on the PGA Tour. The only thing I ever wanted to do was PGA Tour, and I am sounding like a PGA Tour honk because this, I, you know, it's a hard one for me to get my hands around. But We've when in our lifetime have has golf been talked about more? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you know, the national news in the evening, the syndicated cable news in the evening, uh, follow up conversations. Wasn't wasn't Norman on with Carlson uh, the other yeah, uh, yeah. a couple he, nights he ago or with, something like that? Last but, but, early but, earlier in he, the week, he was, and then the, then the then the feed from that, you know, clips from that were played all over the place. So it's getting, you know, we did talk about this several weeks ago. It's like NFL, uh, AFL, NBA, ABA. Good things are going to come of this. There's huge disruptions. There's some people that are really getting their, their feelings hurt. You know, Davis Love, you know, kind of put his heart out there, you know, talking kind of like you do about his love for the tour and, and what's happened. But, you know, there's disruptors. Things change. You know, businesses that were around 100 years ago aren't around anymore. Things that we thought were going to be stables the rest of our lives just aren't staples anymore. So things change. And I don't know how it's going to all come out and meld together. Unfortunately, I think there's going to be more lawsuits than we can count. 
But at the end of the day, I think some interesting things can come of this. And that's that's my hope. Now, there's no question about it, John. One of the things that I thought was interesting as we dove into this is that the average age of the viewing golf fan was somewhere around 63 or four years old for the PGA Tour. And that is something that LIV has taken a direct aim at and trying to bring it more fun, including music. There's a, one of their catch lines is, this is golf except louder. You know, this is a diff- they're just trying to, to present an entirely different format. I think in the London event, they had a, a music concert every day after, you know, the tournament was over. Now, John, one of the other interesting things, we talked about this off the air a little bit, shotgun starts are purposeful because they're trying to condense the window of the golf coverage. They don't want this thing to be on TV for four hours. I get it. I still don't see how that's any kind of an advantage other for other than for their 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 costs. Them trying to condense the thing, and I suppose guys all playing in similar conditions. So I could see some pluses, but where's the excitement? I guess I guess you're just watching it like in real time on the screen. On the, but you know, one guy's on the third hole, and 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 he's competing against the other guy that's also tied for the lead, and he's on the 14th hole. John, it's a night. think about this. I thought about this. It is a nightmare for in-person fans. They're not going to know. The golf course is gonna, going to be absolutely full all over the place. They're not going to – they're going to so, – wait a second. Dustin Johnson started on number three today, so he's going to finish on number two. Wait a, so and now we got we can only come in here for nine holes. Where is he? Oh, he's got to be somewhere around number eleven right now, and we're yep. trying to look for Phil Mickelson. And Phil's at the back of the pack and can't beat anybody. And he started on number eighteen today. He finishes on number one. This format is going to be much more made for television sort of thing than it is for made for in person viewing. If they stay with the shotgun format. Oh, I don't even know how it's made for television. I, I, I'm going to make a prediction here. I think they go away from it. I agree. To, I, I was just going to say the same thing. I think, you know, one of the things you were commenting on is it's, it's kind of sketchy on a lot of the things they're doing. And I think to their credit, and you can relate to this because you just opened a new business. Wild Crush Wine Bar. Wild, Wild Crush, Crush Wine Bar. Wild Crush Wine Bar. Not to, not to plug your Wild Crush <laughs> Wine Bar business, but you do, did open Wild Crush Wine Bar. Um, <laughs> and, and just think of, just look at all the things that you learned from that. You know, you guys had what you wanted to do in your head. You had thought it out. You had planned it out. And then you started executing it. And you went, oh, this is a bad idea. This isn't going to work. So, you, you know, you tack to the left, you tack to the right, you turned around, stood on your head for a couple of minutes. And next thing you know, you made a change that started working for you. So I think a lot of that's going to happen as well. I think Norman's going to get land-basted along that policy, that, 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 that road when that starts happening. But anybody that's had a business and runs a business knows that's much of how it works. Things, yep. things aren't going to work. And these guys are trying radically different things. I can also imagine, just again, trying to be positive and open to this, I can also imagine unbelievable amount of uh, screens on the golf course when these guys are playing so that they can, in fact, be watching DJ on the seventh hole putting to tie Reed, who's on the 14th hole, who's got a putt for birdie on a par three, and, and DJ's got a putt for birdie on a par five. And you could be watching them in, in real time up on a screen or something. So I think there's a lot of different possibilities uh, that these guys are going to go for. I, I don't think it's wise to, to doom them just because we don't get it. We've learned the hard way that that uh, is not the way to go. And and one of the things that I can say, the interesting about LIV that I can compare to our team at Wild Crush is the three of us at Wild Crush are very nimble. We're very quick to make adjustments. It's okay to try stuff, you know what I mean? And to say, well, we're tossing that out because, hell, nobody bought that wine or this idea didn't work and we're going to try something else. And I think as you relate that to LIV, you know, you're going to see how quickly things develop. I think one of the stumbling blocks is, and, and you know the way I love PGA Tour players, but uh, there's also <laughs> certain there's certain things, and I do, I, I respect them and I believe, and they're fantastic players, but they've also had things their way, and they've been their own bosses most of their lives. So when all of a sudden they're kind of under this umbrella, if you will, of, of an exhibition, roadshow, different type of things going on, and they're being told how many more times to play, the rules are being changed, the format's being changed, the teams are being changed. Those boys don't care much for change uh, in general. So it's going to be interesting on which ones kind of gravitate and kind of uh, embrace this this stuff that's going on because there's going to be some of them that 
there's I'd love to be in the locker room to hear some of the scuttlebutt on uh, on their on their opinions because they're also some of the wisest people on the planet. You already know that because they know everything. <laughs> they know everything. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting concept. I I don't. We talked to uh, um, our college teammate. Tom Randolph, who is the assistant executive producer for NBC Golf. He's been uh, working with Tommy Roy for helper over 30 years, right? Yep. And you've been with him at Ryder Cups, and you've been with him at various different uh, things. Tommy's a wonderfully talented guy, really smart guy. He's been watching this thing close and has lots and lots of questions. And one, one of the comments he made to me as we talked on the phone this week was, yeah, I was watching DJ have a putt on the last hole for 500 and some odd thousand dollars. And he said, I couldn't care less because I knew he'd already had 125 million that he was paid and he happened to make it. And then he made another $850,000 because his team won. And again, it seemed insignificant now. And that's all, that's all held against the money that they've already been guaranteed. No, I don't think that's the case. They've they've disputed that. Yep. They've disputed that. Yep. John, we're going to have to take a break. We're going to, this is going to wrap up the back nine, but we'll be right back for the 19th hole. There's more Golf with Jay Delsing coming your way. I want to tell you about a family-owned and operated golf business that's been right here in St. Louis for over 40 years. I'm talking about Pro-Am Golf Center. That's right, Pro-Am Golf Center. I know you know the name, but I'm not sure you know what they really have to offer. They have everything a seasoned golfer like myself could need, all the way down to what a beginner would want. Pro-Am Golf Center has the lowest price in the area for custom club fitting. I just went and visited CJ. He is terrific. If you call them now, mention my name, Jay Delson. You will receive a discount on that already low club fitting price. Their number is 314-647-8054. Ask for CJ. Or you can visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com. We're creating a better future one swing at a time. The Ascension Charity Classic returns September 6th through the 11th and provides critical dollars for area charities. Once again, St. Louis will host golf's greatest champions. Tickets at ascensioncharityclassic.com. How would you like access to 90 holes of golf? Well, that's what happens when you join at Whitmore Country Club. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And guess what? No cart fees included in that deal. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, two large pool complexes, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendar includes holiday parties, picnics, date nights, live music. They even have a kids club for your children and much, much more. There's junior golf, junior tennis, and swim teams available. This is a family-friendly atmosphere, and they have a wonderful staff. If you get out there, you got to poke your head in the golf shop and say hello to my friend Bummer. He is a terrific guy, and he will help you with your game and show you around. And don't forget, there are golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, and couples events available all year round. Visit WhitmoreGolf.com. That's WhitmoreGolf.com. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. I've been looking for over three years for the perfect place to be the official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, and the search is over. Please welcome the loading dock to the show. What a great place it is. It is located at the confluence of the Mississippi and Illinois rivers in beautiful Grafton, Illinois. Their patio is killer with seating for over 800. And every weekend, the loading dock has the area's best live music. There's no reservations required. They have overnight lodging available. And they also have an ice skating rink in the winter months. And don't forget about the super cool Riverside Flea Market, which happens the fourth weekend of each month from April through October. If you're into antiques and collectibles, you got to check it out. The Grafton Ferry runs directly from St. Charles County to within steps of our parking lot. 
Go check out the Loading Dock and say hello to my buddy Peter Allen. He is a great guy, good golfer, and a lover of the game. Call 618-556-7951 or visit them on the web at graftonloadingdock.com for more information on their live music schedule, the Riverside Flea Market, and more. The Loading Dock, the new official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Hey, good morning. Golf with Jay Delsing is back. Pearlie's with me. We are headed to the 19th hole. Kind of to give a shout out to my buddy Peter Allen in the Loading Dock at Grafton. Great spot. Went up there last week. We will be doing a show from there this year. A lot of fun, Pearl. We got to get up there to that Loading Dock. It's a really fun place to have a cocktail and listen to some music. I love that area, and I definitely want to do that. We're talking about it, and I know I messed it up last time, but let's do it. Yep, absolutely. All right, so, Pearl, we were talking about... We're talking about LIV, and I had made made the uh, misspoke about uh, the money being held against the guaranteed money, and you're saying that they're saying that's not true. I just think it's another one of those things that's not quite settled. There's a lot of different information out there. But at the end of the day, the other thing you learn firsthand... When there's a group trying to televise a tournament, they'd better be pretty damn skilled and understand what's going on to really get that right. You know, you guys at, at Fox uh, had some challenges with some of that kind of stuff, and that's why you were talking to Tommy Randolph about who's got 30 years' experience and that NBC crew kind of knows how to do it. So it's going to be interesting to see how these guys at LIV pull this off to where it makes some sense trying to follow what's going on out there it, that it, they make it look easy it, it is not easy it is not easy it's the term it takes a village has never been more appropriate than that because the the production crew the staff that's out on the golf course the cameramen the the people handling the wires all these hundreds and hundreds of people on that team making that thing try to you know look seamless so the golf coverage goes over but where do you stand on how important some sort of television or streaming partnership is for LIV moving forward. Well, if people are going to watch it and follow it, I would think it'd be wildly important for it, for it to be some kind of a major offering, a major, you know, offered for, for us to be able to follow the darn thing. And I, again, I think you have to follow it to a certain quality. I don't think it can be halfway if you really are interested in watching a game i mean how often do you watch a game that you can't watch the dang players so i mean somehow they got to come together when you got whatever it is but what do they have 80 guys or something like that on on the golf course in you know 18 different holes trying to figure this thing out it's there's there's going to be a lot to it i talked to Faraday. they are supposedly going to bring his show back and I love that. Yeah, this is, and I, I, I do too. I mean, it's one of the reasons why he defected. When we were talking about the opportunity, Henrik Stenson's name came up, John. And one of the interesting things about Henrik Stenson, and I did not know this until this week, Henrik Stenson, for folks that don't know, was appointed Ryder Cup captain for the European side earlier this year. And with that captaincy on the European side comes a contract that is signed. And I did not know that. He is the only under contract individual in the whole outfit. The players are not under contract, none of that. So for Stenson to come over to LIV, he breached his contract with the European Ryder Cup folks. I found that interesting, Pearl, because Bob Herrick, who I was telling you about, has been a great golf writer for a long time. We're going to get him on the show as well. He's gone to all three LIV events. And folks, if you're not familiar with the Morning Read, check it out. It's a great golf publication. It's all golf-related. Every once in a while, this particular show that you're listening to now pops up there as one of their preferred podcasts. And... Um, and that always gives us a really nice boost. But Bob was talking about what it is and what it's not, having his feet on the ground at the three tournaments. One of the things that was unmistakable, and you know this and I know this well, these players don't want to play poorly. There's no question about that. How hard are they going to work to prepare? Uh, I think you're hitting on something that is only going to be seen over time. But I think the way the tour was set up, point system, proving yourself all the time, basically starting from scratch every year. There, there was a, a structure, if you will, that they played within that, that promoted them to practice hard and do the right things and stuff. And to your point here, I don't know, Jay. I don't know. They've got the money in the bank. They're already kind of paid on the situation. Uh, there might not even be uh, a world ranking points. There might not be other things that they're going after. 
I think a lot of that built-in incentives and structure is going to is gone or could be gone. It's going to beg them to figure out a very different way to keep themselves motivated. Very right, I, I totally agree. And what happens, you know, when are you going to say, well, hell, next year in 2023 they have 14 events? You're like, well, I'll just, you know. I'll, I'll prep a little bit for number one, but by you know maybe the fourth or fifth event, I'll start playing better. But that's one that's one way to look at it. The other is if there is teams, there is tons of money, there is tons of exposure throughout the world. They're being bet on all over the place. You know, maybe there's that where it's just like, hey, I really want to be part of this. This is going to be fun. This is going to be cool. We're world golf rock stars. So that's where that other positive side of it that I'm sure they're trying to build. You know, I can't believe. You know, we can think whatever we want to think, good, bad, and different about Greg Norman. Him and the people involved in this are not knuckleheads. They've been around the game the whole time. They had to have thought of certainly most everything, not everything that you and I come up with because we're so unique and creative and, uh, and wonderful. And energetic and, and wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah pretty much that's for. what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they've thought this, this kind of stuff through. Now, how much has ego and money gotten in the way of some of their thinking? You know, who knows? But uh, that, that's where... I think there's a path that I just wasn't seeing a couple of weeks ago to where this could be fun and cool. And then you would want to be part of it and you would work hard to be part of it, you know, in, for a different way in a different manner. Uh, we'll see. We'll now, see. now, Pearl, one of the things that had me up, up in arms a little bit about the poorly designed nature of what they were doing is that they didn't talk much about charity. And, and we come to find out there is an arm called live to give L I V to give, and they've committed a hundred million dollars they didn't talk about time frame that they were, you know, were covering over this, but they are. They did donate a million dollars to each to a bunch of local charities in and around Bedminster, uh, Portland, and the London area for the first three events. And then there's um, Val Skinner Foundation. They donated quite a bit of money to her foundation to try to help eradicate breast cancer. And uh, love, love seeing that. So there are some of the things, you know, John, it just seems to me like there's just a lot of stuff that's not, uh, I would have had my players, if I'd been Greg Norman, I would have had my players well-versed on what to say when you're given a press conference, especially right out of the gate, man. I'd have been talking about our charity. I'd have been talking about growing a game in the Middle East and around the world, like you said, worldwide rock stars were trying to lower and bring the game the average age of the viewership down all of these things that you're trying to do i would have had my guys well versed on this and and none of those none of that happened well yeah whether it did they they didn't perform or whether it didn't uh there's a lot of shooting from the hip i totally agree with you jay i think i think like a lot of startups they're gonna have to figure a lot of things out on the fly and I think a year from now, uh, it could look remarkably different. And I think it'll take that. Yep, right on, Pearl. Hey, thanks for doing the show with me. We got another one under our belt. John, we got a couple of great guests in the hopper. We got Mike Tirico on the way, and we got the great Mark McGuire, MLB fame, home run king, super cool human, and can really swing the golf club. We got them coming up on the show. Absolutely. And we lost a great sportsman in Bill Russell. So we're going to talk about that next show at some point as well. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, just a, a little parting shot on Bill Russell. He was on, on the David Faraday show. And he said, David said to him, what would you say to anybody that was coming into the NBA now and trying to make their way? What would you say to them? And he said, I'd say two words to them. Be kind. He's a special man. I've been looking into him a little bit. And that's why I'm looking forward to talking to you about him uh, maybe uh, 19th hole next show. Sounds great, Pearl. Thanks for being with me. Come back next week for more Golf with Jay Delson. Hit up straight, St. Luke. Hey, do you like wine? Have you heard about the hottest new wine bar in St. Louis? It's called Wild Crush Wine Bar, and it's located in town and country on Clayton Road, just behind the Straubs. Have you ever experienced self-dispensing wine machines? Well, they are here. The only place in St. Louis and most of Missouri that you'll find them, and it's at Wild Crush. You can choose your size of pour, and Wild Crush will pour the freshest wine in the area for you. The organic argon gas system used at Wild Crush keeps this wine pristinely fresh for up to 60 days. So if you're tired of drinking wine that's been open for a few days, come into Wild Crush for the best and freshest wine selection in the area. Go to wildcrushstl.com and come have one with us.
Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. This has been Golf with Jay Delsing. To learn more about Jay and the services he can provide any golfer, visit jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in golf equipment, get tips from a PGA pro, and you'll learn more about the game of golf. That's jdelsinggolf.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.